0: this is amber and ian on espn radio no ian fitzsimmons tonight though jonathan zaslow back oh, in the saddle once again for ian i assume james played that top of the hour just to annoy you as well zaslow but oh, you're well versed well and you're well versed with my wrestling hatred
1: uh why would you hate something that brings so much joy To millions of us (laughs) red-blooded Americans. What's the matter with you?
0: I don't even hate wrestling. I just don't partake in wrestling. I never have. You know, I was cool. Uh, So
1: beautiful art form. What are you saying? (laughs) Those who liked wrestling growing up, are you saying I couldn't get girls growing up because I like pro wrestling? Is that what you're saying?
0: I was busy having relationships. You were busy watching wrestling.
1: I mean, come on! I cleaned when you're it up a kid. For you got to I see gonna, Hulk
0: Hogan. What are you going to do? Was, you know. I was going to say something I, far dirtier than relationships. Was, Nevertheless, go ahead, James.
1: I was very worried about what, were you, what you were going to say there. We <laughs> no. all know. I mean, she should have just left her instead of I was, the I was of having relationships. Instead of I was having relationships, it should have I was having relations, and then we. I moved was having forward.
0: relations. That was a couple you of times. You guys was last are watching week. wrestling. All right. Be a part of Amber and Ian Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us, Triple H, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. The Kelsey Bowl is tonight. Jonathan Zazlow, it is the fifth installment. Of the Kelsey Bowl, where the brothers face off against one another, Eagles versus Chiefs. 8.15 p.m. kickoff. Both of these teams sitting atop their division. If the season ended today, which would be be stupid. It'd be so bizarre if the season ended today. I got tickets for a
1: game in a few weeks. Why are we ending the season? I paid for it.
0: But if the season ended today, both of these teams would be on a first round bye. Yeah. Big game. Yeah. If we were doing big game, not a big game, which oh. is a Zaslow oh. show 2.0 oh. special available wherever podcasts are available, this thing would be a big game tonight.
1: Yeah, well, and and these are two teams, you and I, of course, you know, I, I represent Miami for real. You, you kind of phony represent nope. Miami because you're really I'm, Sarasota.
0: No, nope, 305 till I die.
1: But these two teams are teams we reference often when we're talking about the Dolphins being frauds because they're the two teams the Dolphins have lost to. They're the two teams that were in the Super Bowl last year, and they're the two teams right now that are sitting atop their respective conferences. So we, we get a great game tonight to close out Week 11. And, and even last night, you know, going into Sunday night football, I'm like, this is a like, woof for Minnesota-Denver. Turned out to be a really good game and really cool storylines coming out of that. And now, so we get to follow it with just a star-studded Monday night game with a lot of implications for both teams because Philadelphia, if they lose tonight, they're then even in the loss column with Detroit. And if Kansas City loses tonight, they pull even in the loss column in a five-way tie in the AFC. So this has huge implications for, like you said, that first-round bye.
0: Huge implications, obviously a rematch of the Super Bowl. That has only happened the following season after a Super Bowl matchup. That's only happened nine times in NFL history. The Super Bowl winner has won six of the last eight of those. So the Super Bowl winner typically is the one who wins the matchup the following season. That bodes well if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan.
1: That's not surprising because that's it's one of the things that I have found so impressive about the Philadelphia Eagles this year is for whatever reason the team that loses the Super Bowl they sometimes like take a nosedive the next season like they're so crushed they're so hurt from losing the Super Bowl and they just can't recover I don't know why that is but so, so I guess it makes sense that six out of the eight six out of the eight Super Bowl winners in the previous year would wind up winning that rematch in the regular season the next season I guess that kind of makes sense but it's it's one of the things I do find so impressive about Philadelphia because they 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 seem better than they were last year and totally primed to get back to the
0: Super Bowl. Really better than they were last year I do not agree with that. Now, I think eight, one, one of the th- reasons yes record wise Yes, but when you're watching the team, I don't agree that they look better than they did last year. Certainly not better than the team that I saw in the postseason last season, but they did not take that giant step back like you mentioned that a lot of the Super Bowl runner-ups do. And I think it makes sense that a lot of the teams end up taking that step back. I don't think it's just the heartbreak. It's it's what happened to the Eagles, right? Where your coordinators leave and a bunch of your starters end up leaving true, and it happens. can't be the same team year in and year out, no matter how much success you have. But then if you add the success on top of it, everybody wants your pieces. So everybody comes trying to take your pieces. So the Eagles end up, you know, five starters I, I think on defense alone, right? Seven starters overall from last year's team. That's I don't point. have the numbers in front of me, but I believe that's what it was. Both coordinators of course, and it has impacted them this season, they, it's been some interesting changes here, like defensively for the Eagles, for example, does you're talking about when he comes, when they come in and they make that change defensively at coordinator, they have that aggressive approach. It's the NFL's best rushing defense right now for the Eagles. So that's all well and good, but that too high, too deep safety structure that they've been implementing It's supposed to limit explosive plays. That aspect hasn't been going as well for the Eagles this season as compared to last season. Right now, they have the ninth worst defense on pass plays of at least 20 air yards. Partly, that's, of course, because of injuries that they've sustained here. They've had some injuries in their second but partly those are going to be growing pains and changes defensively because they changed coordinators when you went to Brian Johnson from Shane Steichen. You know, they've been less run-heavy. Now, part of that, again, is probably because A.J. Brown's having a remarkable season, and also Jalen Hurts has been battling through it, and so they haven't been running him as much. But also, it's a new coordinator. It's a new play caller. It's a new system, slightly, you know, not, not incredibly. But this is what happens when you end up having great success. You're going to lose paces, your coaches are going to move on, and things are going to look a little slightly different. And for me, they've just looked a little slightly different this season and Jalen is not as good as he was last season, and that's inarguable.
1: Now, now, how much of, of everything you just said is a result of you being a, a well-known Philadelphia Eagle <laughs> hater? <laughs> All right, this was established oh. on first take. When you filled in on first take mm-hmm. right at the start of the season, mm-hmm. you, you let everybody know your true colors, that you are an Eagle hater and you're not on true. the Dallas Cowboys tip and not that you true. thought the Cowboys are the biggest contender not just in the NFC East with Philadelphia, but in the NFC as a whole. So is this your true colors that are shining once again here tonight, heading into Monday Night Football? Uh,
0: I, I did I did have the audacity to say that I thought Dallas could win that division. You and went that viral. Philadelphia That Philadelphia would come in second. I mean, I had the audacity to say that the team who had finished second in the division last year and also had double-digit wins last season might actually be better than the team losing seven starters moment. and two coordinators as they came into this season – And by the way, still had that team finishing with double-digit wins and second in the division. Nevertheless, it was the worst thing Philadelphia has ever heard. And I got death threats in the lake from it. You know, you can never step foot in this town. So by the way, I've never stepped foot in this town, this you evening.
1: canceled your vacation. You you told me once. You know what I love to do? I love a vacation in Philadelphia. <laughs> and you canceled it. And, and that's sad. I canceled sad. it. That was it. that's, that's sad.
0: sad. That is sad. <laughs> right now, I'm at a resort on pa- the Palm Coast of Florida. I mean, it's who doesn't say where are you I'm going for vacation?
1: I'm going to Philly. And, right. you, and you had to cancel it. And, and that I had sucks. to cancel
0: it. It does suck. The Philadelphia Eagles do not suck. Obviously, it's a very good team. But they're playing a very good team tonight as well. And so this will be a very Interesting matchup. Chris Canty, he hosts a little show called In Like He thinks that it's not Jalen Hurts with the bigger night tonight. Take a listen.
2: Pat Mahomes gets to throw against that Eagle secondary. And I know he'll find a way to buy time against that pass rush that Philly's facing. So I'm going to say Pat Mahomes, although I'm not going to say it in my chest, he'll find a way to have more pro- productivity in the passing game. They've had a bye week. Those young receivers as we move into, you know, December kind of football this is the time where those guys have got to step up.
0: I just told you about that Philadelphia secondary. Chris Canty just referenced the Philadelphia secondary while simultaneously referencing the run defense, which I also referenced. Is Philadelphia going to come after Chris Canty? Go nuts on Canty? Because he well, has I'll, the audacity to say Patrick Mahomes might outplay Jalen Hurts
3: tonight. Well,
1: well, well, I'll tell you who I think might come after Chris Canty there is Patrick Mahomes' mother because you're not supposed to call him Pat. Oh. I mean, we've been through this before. He's calling him Pat Mahomes there. And yeah. Patrick Mahomes' mother, she gets very upset about that. She named him Patrick, and she doesn't like it when anyone calls him Pat. So I don't know. That may be where Chris Canty. Is, is is getting the the the, the venom and vitriol from? I don't know. You guys got Paul you
0: Patrick. Does your mother, who's a lovely woman I've met her, does your mother get incensed when people call you John instead of Jonathan?
1: No, but that what that was a thing. That's why I understand that because growing up, it was uh, we named him Jonathan, not John. See, I and think that's so- silly.
0: I think if you name a kid, you have to know the nicknames are coming. So if you name a kid like that, a name that everybody is going to shorten the name, then that's kind
1: of on you. Feel like right? it's taking a little it's, too much effort to say Patrick. It's a little well, must-
0: I, I just if you're if you're going to name your kid Patrick, you know some people are going to call him Pat. That's I mean, just it's an it. Extra syllable. It's just it's just life, man. That's how it goes. He's going to have to go through his entire life saying no, Patrick. It's like I named my son Cullen, but I didn't. I didn't realize that everybody was going to think I'm saying Colin. So now he has to go through his entire life going, no, C-U-L-L-E-N, which is what I have to do when I say his name to everybody. Well, I gonna didn't teach really him how
1: think to this one out.
0: I didn't think this one out. But that's bad on me. That's not going to be bad on everybody that hears Colin when he says his name, which is Cullen. Very different. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, Jonathan Zaslow filling in for Ian tonight. The Jets bench Zach Wilson again. But why? We'll get into it. ESPN Radio is also on the app.
1: Hi, it's Mike Greenberg. Letting you know, ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. A quarterback change for the Jets. Tim Boyle will start over Zach Wilson. The Jets' starting quarterback will be Tim Boyle. The backup now will be Trevor Simeon. And Zach Wilson now will be the number three quarterback. Zach Wilson's terrible. He's just a terrible player. He doesn't get it. He doesn't see anything. Zach Wilson cannot be on this team next year. Everyone's to blame here. The fact that you thought for some reason Zach Wilson should be your guy for this long. I mean, Robert Sala. What's this about
0: So our AP, Rachel Robinson, she always does a show within the show with her music choices. So we always have to figure out what the theme is every night. This is our first little taste.
1: I love Elton John, so I'm into it so far.
0: Well, so far, the theme just seems like... Zach Wilson to Tim Boyle because you're ready to replace me now. That's exactly what the Jets have done. They've replaced their starting court quarterback, Zach Wilson, with Tim Boyle. So don't worry, Jets fans. All your problems are solved. Tim Boyle is here. It happened during the third quarter of the loss to the Buffalo Bills, the Bills cremated the New York Jets 32 to six yesterday. Zach Wilson was seven of 15, 81 yards, one touchdown, one interception before getting benched. Tim Boyle came in as he went seven of 14 for 33 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. The numbers not much better by old Timmy, but they are sticking with Tim Boyle moving forward. Now this has been a bit of a wishy washy game for Robert Sala all along i would reference the last 2 years with the relationship between the coaching staff and Zach Wilson here's a montage that we've created of Robert Sala on Zach Wilson over the last couple of years
3: you know i like the direction zach's going you know it's uh, is it perfect no will it ever be perfect Nobody's perfect. No quarterback in the league is perfect. You know the kid's got a lot of resilience. I mean, he's he's going to stay in it. He's got a lot of confidence in himself. There's things he knows that he's got to clean up. Uh, I, I don't know if you could say step back. You know, there's like I said, there's it's all encompassing. Like, um, you know, obviously he's going to want some things that he he wishes he could have done better. Uh, was it his best game? Obviously not. Was it his worst game? No. I'm not going to say it was even close to his worst game turn on the tape and are there things that zach needed to do better yesterday 100 percent. he knows it we know it everyone knows it obviously it's not the greatest show on turf obviously he knows that there's a lot of things that he can do better there's a lot of things we can all do better he needs to get better he knows that you know when when speaking about zach you know i i i get it you know there's 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 a yearning for more or whatever it is but I, i i feel like he played a good game yesterday um you know he uh Obviously, he wants he he's, he'll admit that he'd want that interception back. But it, it is it is hard it is hard to make changes just to make changes, uh, just to pacify something, uh, and especially when someone's not deserving. If he was deserving of it, I got you. Twenty nine six. Just try to see if we can get go- some going on, on the offensive side of the ball. Is, uh, who's
2: your quarterback
3: moving forward? Uh, we're, we're gonna watch the tape and just and uh, we'll make a decision, tomorrow.
2: Well, that
0: decision came and it was Tim Boyle. Shout out to our, our team, James, not we, our team. You, Rachel, was Renee involved in making that montage? Oh, no, it's just me. Oh, look at you. Okay, wow. just G- James I pulled the sound. Only oh, me. All right, well, Rachel wants her, her flowers as well. All right, you both did a bang-up job making that montage of Robert Sala because all those things that he has said this season about Zach Wilson and now and now Zaslow, we get Tim Boyle.
1: Yeah, and, and he, he mentions there in one of the, you know, myriad of clips that we played there because he, he's been he's been back and forth. It's been very wishy washy. There'd be some weeks where Robert Sala wants to plead the fifth as far as the quarterback. There have been other weeks where I'm just gonna have to even though it's, it's not a courtroom. When you're in when you're in the media room after the game, that's not a courtroom, Robert Sala. I'm I'm sorry. Maybe someone in the Jets PR can let them know. It's not court. You don't plead fifth. No one's going to hold you accountable for things you say that might incriminate yourself. You
0: your your liberty prison. is not at stake. You will <laughs> not go to prison. Who you're, well, the actually, the New York, New York media may, may disagree.
1: But Robert Sala has been very wishy-washy about the offense and Zach Wilson. And, and some weeks he's playing the fifth. Other weeks he has the utmost, his words, the utmost confidence in the Jets' offense. And... Now, you also have him saying that you're not going to make a move just for the sake of making a move. Amber, I'm sorry. Making this change is the definition of making a move for the sake of making a move. They're not pulling Zach Wilson and going to some young prospect who, all right, maybe he's not ready yet, but you know this isn't working, so we're going to start this clock early. They're not pulling Zach Wilson to go to a... A veteran, a capable veteran, to try and get them a couple of wins, you know, and 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 that's why they're making the move here. This literally is the definition of making a move in order to make. Like, I'm I'm out of ideas, so let, let let's just do this. And here's the thing, too: it was so obvious that they were done with Zach Wilson last year. Like, it's it, it's a shock that he was even brought back on the team. The way that everyone was talking in the middle of last season. It's why they were so adamant or so aggressive in their pursuit of Aaron Rodgers. But then they allowed Wilson to be one hit away. And actually, it wasn't even a hit because Aaron Rodgers fell to the ground without being hit. But they allowed him to be one hit away from being the man again. And that's on the coach, man. Like, we saw all this last year. Why did you allow Zach Wilson to be one hit away For a 38, 39-year-old quarterback to be the guy again, the exact guy that you saw all of last year. Now, Robert Stahl is going to get a pass, Amber, because of everything that's happened, because of the circumstances with Aaron Rodgers. Like, this wasn't supposed to be the quarterback, so he's going to get a pass. But you can also learn that Stahl is not a big-time coach during this stretch. I feel like we've learned he's not a big-time coach.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask, is Robert Sala a good coach? Because this has always been my problem with the Zach Wilson situation, frankly, is how Robert Sala has handled it. Has not handled it well. He has handled... I, I, I... feel like he he could not have handled it worse frankly it has been so wishy-washy for two years back and forth back and forth benched right for Mike White brought back as a start it's like toggling back and forth bring in Aaron Rodgers now he's the guy because of course he's your backup how did you not see this situation I was screaming it on first take that is a broken O-line even with Aaron Rodgers behind it for longer than he was able to be behind it massive problem by the way for a quarterback who would have turned 40 years old during the season even if in fact Aaron Rodgers was starting the entire season but you knew that this was a scenario a very very plausible scenario when you had an older quarterback I don't care how damn good that quarterback is you have an old quarterback that you're putting your entire season on and your backup then is a guy who you messed around with all last season and obliterated his confidence if he was going to be any You know he can't get it done.
1: You know he can't get it done.
0: Or did we? And I my whole problem with how they handled Zach Wilson, my defense of Zach Wilson, other than the fact that it seems like I'm related to him because we look a little like, we have the same last name, okay? I'm not. Uh but it seems like I am. My yeah, entire really defense yeah. my entire defense of Zach I, I ride for all Wilsons. My entire defense of Zach Wilson has been that you have to figure out what you have in him, and if you figured it out, then you move the heck on, right? You don't do, you don't play this game because they no figured it out and they didn't survive this game. Right, and they I guess if they had figured it out, or maybe they didn't fully figure it out, in, in which case, what was the point of going to Mike White? I just never understood the point. And by the way, I don't understand the point of going to Tim Boyle. What the hell is the no point, point of this move? No point. The, the, the remaining schedule for the Jets, the Dolphins, the Falcons, the Texans, the Dolphins again, these are not easy games, maybe the Falcons, but these are not easy matchups for the Jets to be able to handle. And you're putting that now on the shoulders of Tim Boyle. Boil. I just do not understand why they allowed six sacks in that game. The problem is the O line as well as Zach Wilson.
1: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza.
0: Better because it has to be. I don't know why I just got so fired up about the Tim Boyle decision. From Robert Sala. It's a good thing for me and you, Zazlo Zazlow filling in tonight for Ian Fitzsimmons. Amber and Ian is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. It's a good thing for us as Dolphins fans, right? Like, I, sh- I should be happy that oh, the it. Jets are in this sort of flux.
1: Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's like whispering sweet nothings in my ear. The Jets, such a struggle now every single week. I mean, it gets me in a great mood. I feel good.
0: Tim Boyle maybe he's the answer we have the answer here coach Herm Edwards he is always the answer each and every week providing the greatest NFL insight of course ESPN NFL analyst and coach thanks so much as always let's start with the New York Jets because Zazzo and I were just talking about it Tim Boyle they have officially benched Zach Wilson but Tim Boyle coach really like what what are the Jets doing?
2: Well, I mean, they don't have a lot of choice, right? They don't have any more alternatives, uh, to be quite honest. And and I just think that uh, – I think Gonzalez just felt in it, his it time now because he doesn't want to lose his football team. Um, and, and as hard as they play on defense, uh, it's really a shame. It's almost a wasted season for him because they do have a, a legitimate playoff defense. When you lose a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you're hoping you can catch lightning in the bottle and, and maybe Zach could have done some things to help this offense. But um, – is struggling, you know, and, and I think he can feel the tension uh, from the players more than anybody else, the head coach, and I just think it was time for a change.
1: Coach, does does Robert Sala ultimately get a pass for this season because this is not the offensive circumstances that everyone thought they were going into this season with?
2: Well, look, as a coach, regardless of, of, of the circumstances, um... You know whether you get a pass or not that 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 that's all going to be decided by management at the end of the day, uh, not us as reporters, not us as people that talk about the game of football um and you know as a coach um, you don't want to pass, you really don't you're just trying to win a game, and that's what he's trying to do um when you're on a sit- when you're in the situation he's in we've all been there we we have all been there. The greatest coach to ever coach the game in the last twenty years is doing it right now. He's just trying to win a game. He's right up the road, Bill Belichick, right? And so I just think it's unfortunate. You hate for a team to go through this, but they're going through it. And there's a lot of other teams as well. This is kind of interesting this season. When you think about all the starting quarterbacks that have missed time, It's it's look at Cincinnati all of a sudden, right? I mean, there's a bunch of teams that have lost their starting quarterbacks.
0: Here's where I question it, though, Coach, and Herm Edwards on – With on Amber and Ian, Jonathan also filling in for Ian tonight. Here's where I question it, though, from the coaching perspective with the Jets. Shouldn't they have, if Zach Wilson wasn't the guy, shouldn't they have had a better insurance plan for a 39-year-old quarterback playing behind a broken (laughs) O-line? I mean, the chances of Aaron Rodgers going down with a serious injury were pretty high when you're dealing with a quarterback that age behind that O-line.
2: Well, you're right, but Aaron Rodgers has been pretty healthy for the most part. Uh, you know, his whole career. I mean, he, he was hurt earlier, but uh, there, there's no rhyme or reason for it. I mean, yeah, you can say they should have got another guy besides Zach Wilson. Uh, but I think they invested so much capital in him and where he was drafted at. felt like if he could ride this out for a year, maybe learn um, under Aaron Rodgers the next two years, maybe you have a guy. And if not, then you get rid of him. Right. But they didn't feel like he was going to touch the field anytime soon, but that's not the case. He has to go out there and play now.
1: Coach, we got a great game tonight on ESPN Monday Night Football, Chiefs and Eagles. Which one of these teams, if you had to pick one, which one of them do you trust to get back to the Super Bowl?
2: Oh, boy. Come on, Coach. Uh, That's a difficult question. I think Kansas City is kind of, not the norm. They've made it kind of (laughs) made it one of those deals. I think when you look at it, the AFC route is probably a little easier than the NFC route. So you'd have to go with the chiefs right now being, being the favorite to, to do that. Um, What concerns me about the Eagles a little bit is um, and it it concerned me last year. uh, They have a leaky secondary. Uh, They do. Uh, and, and you know, I said it last year. They have problems in the back end when they, when the rush doesn't arrive. And so we'll look at that tonight to see if they they, they can sure that up. They got a great pass rush, but they've been attacked in the middle of their defense uh, with tight ends and in the red zone, where they're you know they're they're giving up eighteen touchdowns. They're they're, they're ranked twenty seventh in red zone defense.
0: Herm Edwards on with us. We are going to talk hot seats for NFL coaches mm. in just about 30 minutes from now. And now, Coach, <laughs> I know that, that you don't want to take a flamethrower to anybody around the league, but whose seat do you no. think from a management perspective through Week 11, whose seat do you think is probably the hottest right now?
2: Well, according to expectations, obviously, um, you can look at the AFC and, and people are saying, well, is the Coach Belichick, is it time for him to retire? I, I don't know about that. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, you can go down and you can say all of a sudden, um, you know, the charges is, is something that people have talked about, right? We've already made a change uh, with the Raiders. Uh, you know, there's always going to be five changes every year. That's kind of historically the number. And then then you get a couple surprises, right? You just do. Washington is another one people are talking about. Um yeah, uh, you know, I mean, th- those are the those are the ones that that people are kind of, well, you know, it's, it's time. It's 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 this is a tough profession. It really is, and you hate it this time of the year, especially during the holidays, uh, Thanksgiving. You know, people are starting to say the hot seats are warming up, and you know, we we've all been there as coaches. Uh, you don't like it, but that's part of the profession. We'll see how it shakes out, but they're always going to be a surprising one. You know, Coach. one catches you? And you go really. How did that happen, right? It, it yeah. just does. It's just, that's the NFL.
1: Coach, I, I want to ask you about C.J. Stroud and, and what's mm. going on in Houston. I mean, it's pretty yeah. wild for me to say to you, is C.J. Stroud a legitimate MVP candidate? But at the same time, I, it may not be that crazy.
2: No, you make a great point. I, I don't think he will win it, but but I do believe this. Um, that, that coach... Uh, domico lyons i mean he is he's doing an excellent job as well uh, no one anticipated this team to be six and seven and before jacksonville of last week last week jacksonville kind of played like we all assumed they would play and i felt that if jacksonville didn't have that game yesterday that it did with their offense and just you know lawrence looked like the guy we wanted him to be. uh but that hadn't been the case that jacksonville has won some games that it was they were just ugly wins and you know it's just but I thought Houston, the way they were playing, and they, they're they still in it. Look, It looks like they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, if they can win nine games, nine is going to get you in. Now, I think if they get up to that 10 mark or so, they're going to challenge uh, Jacksonville uh, to win this division with a rookie quarterback and a, and a first-year head coach.
0: Coach, what do you make of, like right now in college, because you brought up Trevor Lawrence. He was a can't-miss quarterback coming out of college, Mm. right? Caleb Williams right now, can't miss. I mean, everybody is so all in (laughs) on Caleb Williams. And then Trevor Lawrence in the league. I mean, he's a good quarterback, but as you just mentioned, not always consistently the greatest. He's got a lot of career left, certainly for us to evaluate him. But what do you make of these guys when they are can't-miss in college? Do you think we overstate it?
2: Well, we do because we get – look, because first of all, if you're a football fan, regardless of what team you you root for, you want quarterbacks to be successful. You just do, especially in the NFL, because it makes the game better. The league is better when quarterback play is good. No one wants to see 10 to 7. That was in the era that I played. Not saying we didn't have good quarterbacks, but, you know, it was defense. It was a run game. Now it's a passing game. People want to see scoring. They they want to see points. And who can deliver that? The quarterback. And that's why you want the quarterback to be successful. And when they're not, then you got a problem. And there's a lot of teams right now that are are suffering. I mean, one of the better teams in the league right now, defensively, there's two of them in the same – well, there's three in that conference, really. It's the Ravens, their quarterback still standing. Cleveland lost their guy. And Pittsburgh, they're struggling with the quarterback. And, but all those teams have really good defense and could really have legitimate chance. The jets would have a legitimate chance. Right. I mean, so you look at some of these teams and you go, if they just had a quarterback, right. And, and, and that's what makes it so hard. It, it's, it, it is just one of those things that when you don't have one, believe it or not, the field is actually 150 yards long, not a hundred yards long, 150 yards long. Coach,
1: Yesterday, Buffalo scores 32 on a really good Jets defense. Did you notice anything different about Josh Allen's play of what they allowed him to do now with, you know, Ken Dorsey out, Joe Brady taking over the reins? Did you notice anything different?
2: I think he, he, you know, first of all, he he ran a couple times to get his adrenaline running. He didn't force a lot of throws for the most part. Uh, They ran the ball a little more efficient. I, I thought... I don't know if you guys saw the note that Jim Kelly kind of wrote about Josh Allen. You know that the the the, the city was in loves him and they want him to keep playing. That guy's got a lot of he, he's got a lot of weight on his shoulders. Yeah, he really does in Buffalo. I mean, guys, I mean, really, and and he he is a guy that is a pleaser. You can tell that you can tell his demeanor. He, he, he's a guy that wants to please people. He gets, in, he gets in trouble sometimes trying to please some of those guys on offense, get them the ball. I ain't gonna, I'm just saying. I You can see it. And I think he has to realize, you know what, I'm the quarterback and I'm the leader and I'm going to do what I have to do to win games, whether I get this guy the ball or not get this guy the ball. And I just think he's got he's to take that bull by the horn now and to go, I'm going to lead the team. And I think he needs to sit down at the end of the season with the coaching staff. They've made a change with the offensive coordinator and basically sit down and tell him, look, this is kind of what I like, right? I mean, because at the end of the day, because it's on him, and he he can feel it. We all feel it for this guy. That's all we talk about. We talk about Buffalo Bills, talk about Josh Allen, Mm -hmm. how he's going to play, how he's not going to play. I mean, and and, and rightly so, I get it, but I just think he's got to be a little bit more demanding, and maybe he is, but the, the personality I see when I watch him talk, he's a pleaser. He wants to please people. He's got to be a little bit of a, you know, one of those guys that go, you know what, I'm trying to please people. I want to win, and I'm trying to win a Super Bowl.
0: Meanwhile, Josh Allen broke another franchise record, 19 consecutive games with a touchdown pass, (laughs) a lot of records. It's the longest streak in Bill's franchise history. Once you prove you're good, Coach, we want you to prove you're great. Once you reprove you're great, then we need you to prove that you're one of the greatest, and that's, of course, how how the NFL works, right?
2: And you know what's funny? Think Think about the history of the Buffalo Bills. Jim Kelly, all those great teams he had. All those Super Bowls they went to, Mm -hmm. they couldn't win one. That's how hard it is. And people lose sight of that sometimes.
0: Coach Herm Edwards, he knows ESPN NFL analyst. Thanks, Coach.
1: Thank you, Coach.
2: Thank you all. Thank you.
0: Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, Jonathan Zazlow filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons tonight. We haven't talked about the Miami Dolphins yet. That is me and Zazlow's team. We will take control of the show coming up next. I'm on vacation with this kind of music in the Caribbean aren't you? right? sounds so I mean I am on vacation, but this music's setting the scene.
1: I mean I am on vacation for a while you know, when are you not on like you should give updates when you're not on vacation
0: but I'm not in the Caribbean. <laughs> I don't know why this makes me I associate this song with that like sort of very tropical vacation,
1: yeah, e- even though it has nothing to do with that. But yeah, it, it feels like vacation y. It does. So where
0: are we right now, Rachel, with the music? We have Brown Eyed Girl.
1: We had Yellow Brick Road, Elton John, and what was the song we had in between?
0: That's what I'm wondering. Did we miss one?
1: No, you, I just you don't did, remember. it was a
0: Michael Jackson hit. Oh.
1: What, what was the song?
0: Black or white.
1: Okay, I know the theme.
0: Well, give it to us then.
1: It's songs with a color in the name.
0: That does make sense. Yellow brick road, brown eyed girl, black or white. There you go. I would
3: also like to quick. maintain. I had a feeling Zaz was going to get it first. Sorry. Now Amber. don't change up the song.
1: Don't change up the rejoins here, Rachel. Like oh, well, keep well, it well, coming. You're picking good him. music, you know. I
0: am not offended by that. This sort of thing is not my thing. So <laughs> I technically,
1: am... I got it first.
0: Well, I, right, James, or you. Nobody heard you say it first,
1: James. You know what just happened? It's one, of, it's one of those moves that she just pulled, where she's not offended by it. it. It's it's a move so that it's like she doesn't care that she didn't win. Right. That's what she just. did. I don't care. Yeah. I don't
0: care. Yeah. I'm music, you know. I'm I'm musical trying. themes apparently not my thing. Uh, that is the voice of Jonathan Zaslow filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons tonight. Amber and Ian's presented by Progressive. Find him at Zaslow Show. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. Let's go ahead and hurry up.
1: The football season never ends with Amber and Ian. Turn it up now! Turn it up now! This is the hurry up.
0: If I had one. Dolphins
1: twenty. Raiders thirteen. Um, if I had, started if I had on with a bang
0: if I had won well I thought she was I, I, honestly I thought she was going to wait to hit the sounder for a second if I had won I would have cared so much but because, oh yeah like, totally how it works right
1: I mean it's so your brand
0: <laughs> Dolphins Raiders Dolphins took care of business uh the spread though otherwise in this game was what like 13 and a half it was still, yeah. like a ridiculous spread so they I were think never I they were them. never
1: covering they were yeah. never and, up.
0: And I, so I think I probably lost this for a pick'em, but obviously straight up I would have gotten it right. So the Dolphins handled business just by not as many points as maybe we're used to seeing them beat the quote-unquote bad teams. Although the Raiders, I think, better than people give them credit for.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I walked away. Look, I'm down here doing shows in Miami, and. Dolphin fans, there's certainly some that say, ah, eh, win's a win it is what it is. Well, yes, a win is a win. And at the same time, I feel good about that win yesterday. That's a Raider team. I thought the Dolphins were going to murder them. I did. But that's a Raider team that was 2-0 under Antonio Pierce, feeling real good about themselves coming here to Miami. They have a good defense. is the first 300-yard passer against them this season. And if an off day for Tua is 335 yards, 75% passing, and two touchdowns, give me more off days. I'll I'm okay it. with it.
0: I'll take it. Uh, Dolphins coughed up the ball several times, gave the Raiders every opportunity to stay in that thing, still won by a touchdown. I'll take it. Let's move on.
1: Cowboys 33, Panthers 10.
0: The Cowboys destroyed the Panthers, as they should have. And because of that, people like Stephen A. Smith will go on television today and say, none of this counts. The Cowboys aren't impressive. They haven't played the last few weeks. I treat it as a bye. And that's just what happens when you're a good team and you take care of business against bad teams, right? I don't think there's any shame, frankly, in beating the Panthers 33-10 and doing exactly what you should do when you're the yeah. Dallas Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I don't agree with that attitude. I'm glad you brought that up because I'll bet I'll bet everyone thought it mattered when the Cowboys lost the Cardinals, all right? And mm-hmm. it was, what, their only win of the season until Kyler Murray returned last week. I'll bet that game counted when they lost that game. So not only did they beat the Panthers, but they smoked them. I, I think it matters.
0: Smoked them, and that's what you're supposed to do. Let's move along.
1: Texans 21, Cardinals 16.
0: I mean, this is nuts with C.J. Stroud at this point. Twenty-seven of thirty-seven, three hundred and thirty-six yards, two touchdowns. So touchdown. good. Obviously, at three interceptions. I mean, it's not flawless. All but right. Like, they keep winning, Zaslow. The Houston Texans are sitting at six and four. It's it's. It defies all logic because it's so far ahead of schedule and it's so remarkable that C.J. Stroud is legitimately in an MVP conversation as a rookie.
1: I think think Coach Herm was right where he's not going to win it. But he's in the conversation. He's going to be mentioned. We're mentioning him. I love this D'Amico Ryans as I love his post game. You know, every team now, they put the cameras used to be a sacred place. Every team puts the cameras in the postgame locker room for the winning team, and you get to see the coach, give out the game balls and all that. I watch the Texans every single week their postgame celebration. I love this D'Amico Ryans. Uh, CJ Stroud's been fantastic. And and if the Chiefs lose tonight, The Texans are one game back of number one in the AFC. Let that settle for a moment.
0: It's crazy. Let it settle for a moment. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's, now they're not going to win it because the record isn't flawless, right? But D'Amico Ryan's in the Coach of the Year conversation, right? And CJ Stroud in the MVP conversation. Those two things out of the gate. For D'Amico Ryans in his first year as a head coach him. and C.J. Stroud out of the gate. Is a, I mean, it's just crazy that they're they were such a dumpster fire because of all the Watson stuff. And look where they've come now. Oh, Deshaun, I'm sure they're at this point. They're looking at the Deshaun Watson situation. They're like, so happy. So happy. So happy that they've moved on to maybe greener pastures here with C.J. Stroud. Kyler Murray, by the way, for the Cardinals, 20 of 30, 214 yards, a touchdown, an interception. It looks better for Kyler than a lot of people thought let's move along though
1: 49ers 27 Buccaneers 14.
0: Uh, this game was brutal I watched this game it, it, my family tends to root for the bucks because we live in the Tampa Bay area and woof this one was not pretty it's crazy the San thing. my family
1: tends to root for them they live in the area that's a pretty The San thing. Francisco
0: 49 but by my family I mean like my four-year-old kid he he has to be a dolphin's fan azzle I'm gonna have to break him of it nevertheless the 49ers I was I'm I'm old enough to remember. When the Niners had dropped a few and everybody was thinking that they were going backwards.
1: They kind of look back. They (laughs) kind Look at you now. Look at you now. Brock Purdy, he's looking like the guy again. McCaffrey, another touchdown yesterday after. He let everybody know that he stinks because he was like the only guy who didn't score a touchdown the week before. Yeah, the 49ers look like they're rolling again.
0: Yeah, Brock Purdy, 21 of 25, 333 yards, three touchdowns yesterday. The San Francisco 49ers do, in fact, look – back a little uh blip on the radar for them they have moved past it injuries might have had a thing or two to do with that after all coming up next here on Amber and Ian with Jonathan Zaslow filling in NFL seats are getting hot but whose seat is the hottest we will unpack that ESPN radio is also on the ESPN app